Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hit and Run podcast, where conversation collides. My name is Robbie Alexander, and I am joined, as always, by Natalie Dunn Billings. Fresh from her Chicago shenanigans. How was your trip, Nat? <laughs> it was good. We had a really good time. We spent three days in Chicago to celebrate both of our birthdays, which was super fun. We went to the Field Museum, and I finally got to see Sue. And um, I guess for people who don't know, Sue is the largest and most intact T-Rex skeleton in the world. I thought you were going to talk about an actual human being, so I'm glad you clarified that. <laughs> No, so um, their name is Sue. Actually, so they used to refer to her as a female, but they actually don't know. So in, we learned this, I didn't know this, in 2016, they decided to start using they, them pronouns for Sue. Oh, so Sue uses they, them pronouns. And, um, but it's super cool. I mean, it's huge, just insane. You wouldn't even believe how big it is. And, um, I mean, the whole exhibit is awesome. Like, so Sue used to be in like the main lobby of the Field Museum. Like that was the main attraction. You walk in and there's Sue. Mm. And like last year sometime, they moved it to a separate exhibit. So now Sue is a part of the whole like dinosaur exhibit, but it's really cool. It's all set up in like uh, like chronological order. So you it goes through like all of the eras and like, and then there's a mass extinction. These are the species that died. And then you walk into the next era and it's all about those species that evolved and it's really cool um but the field museum overall i mean is amazing it's huge we had no idea how long it would take like we spent six hours in the field museum and we skipped a lot because we were getting toward the end and we were like wow we have other stuff we're on the running itinerary. out of steam well not even that it's like you know you get your brain is just done absorbing information that's fair um so that was what we did saturday and then we just you know walked around downtown it was a beautiful day it was 80 degrees and sunny and so we walked along the lakeshore and went to navy pier we managed not to get sunburned which i was super worried about did you have two men harass you and squirt dish soap on your shoes no i chalked that up as a win is that something that happened to you yeah, <laughs> freshman year. I did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, freshman year of college, uh-huh. the Adrian trip. Everybody goes to Chicago, and the last mm-hmm. day there, me and Cody were off on our own adventures because the the group we were with, all good guys, but want to chill in the fucking pool. I can go chill in a pool when I'm not in Chicago. Thank you. <laughs> So we go off on our own. Sorry, not to hijack the Chicago story from you. It's okay. But we're looking at a map, which was probably problem number one. And for the record, me and Cody had never really been to a city by ourselves before. We were very <laughs> naive freshmen. We we were not ready for this. We were ready for this, but not this type of experience. I don't think a lot of people were. I mean, I was talking about this while we were in Chicago, because that's also the only time I've ever been to Chicago. And so I was telling Sam how when we were freshmen, we just... They basically just dropped us off in Chicago for two days and we're like, don't die. Yeah. And if you missed the bus back home, then you got in trouble for it. And it's like, well, what the fuck do you want me to do? I'm an 18 year old kid <laughs> running around this city. I'm from Fenton, Michigan. We're going right. to school in Adrian. It's not like we're over at UCLA. That's a massive campus. We're mm-hmm. a bunch of farm kids. Right. 
Yeah, I was telling Sam about that because I've obviously talked about it before, like as we're planning this trip and just generally, you know, oh, the Adrian freshman Chicago trip. But he didn't realize until this weekend when I was telling him like in more detail what we did that we were not supervised. No, like you had to check in with your welcome week leader by the end of the day so that they knew you weren't dead. But otherwise, like no supervision, no guidance, no like here's how you use the bus system. Like we had to figure that shit out on our own. And yeah, I had never been to a big city alone before. We were 18. And also the whole checking in with the Welcome Week leader, A, most of them just had you text them. Literally. B, most of them were hammered at that point because (laughs) they were just going to get a free Chicago trip. That's why most Welcome Leaders took that position was to get a free trip to Chicago. So, and C, Welcome Week leaders, for the record, are just non-freshmen. So there could have been a sophomore. There could have been a sophomore welcome leader. I'm pretty sure my welcome week leader was a sophomore. So mine was somebody that we both know, and she cracked a whip. I will say that. (laughs) But also not in a great way, because she was in the category of B, and I won't name her name. She was plastered when I texted her. Mm -hmm. Luckily, I had a quiet night in. I had some Giordano's, (laughs) and then I went to bed. I did stuff before that too. But anyways, so that next day, me and Cody are reading the map because we're trying to make it out to, don't even know where we're trying to make it at that point. And this dude comes and just squirts dish soap on Cody's shoes. And he says, hey man, your shoes are dirty. I got to clean these off for you. So he's got these dirty paper towels in this dish soap and he's rubbing it in Cody's shoe. And Cody is very mild-mannered at this point. He doesn't know what to say. And I'm pissed. And I'm usually mild-mannered. Cody's usually the one that likes the confrontation. <laughs> but the roles were reversed in this situation. So I say, what the fuck, man? <laughs> what? Are you? No, we don't want you to clean our shoes. Just get away. Take the soap off. Get away. Well, then his lackey, his partner in crime, comes and squirts soap on my shoes and it starts telling me that I need my shoes cleaned. My shoes were out of the box the day before. These were (laughs) the freshest of fresh kicks. So I'm pissed and I'm like, get this shit off my shoes Leave us the fuck alone. So they get the shit off our shoes. And then they stand up and say, 16 bucks a pop. And I'm like, I'm not fucking paying you for shit. So they start harassing us. I can see Cody is getting nervous. I'm just pissed off. I'm hot. I'm tired. I don't know where I am at this point. I'm two hours away from being on the bus and getting fed. (laughs) I just want to go home at this point. Uh We, I, right before that, we had realized that we would have had to cross a highway to get where we wanted to go. So that wasn't happening so i'm like okay i'm i'll go i'll go quotes i'll go get you some money i'll don't have cash on me i'll get it from the atm so i start walking to a walgreens and they're following me and cody and the guy that squirted soap on cody's shoe isn't saying much but me and the other guy are going back and forth i'm like you're a fucking asshole leave me alone i'm also an 18 year old kid so on the inside i'm slightly panicking because i don't know what's going on Mm -hmm. so we walk into the walgreens and i i tell him i'm like you guys stay out here we'll get the money I wasn't going to get shit. So we go on the Walgreens and Cody starts pulling out a gift card to see if there was money on it to take it out of an ATM. And I said, what are you doing? And he said, uh, I'm going to try to give him something. And I said, no, they're not getting anything. So I go to the counter of this Walgreens and I say, hey, they 
there's these two guys outside that are harassing us. I do you have the address so I can call the cops. I don't know. That's what I've been told growing up. Call the cops when you're in trouble. Mm -hmm. So the cashier gives me the address and I call the cops and they ask for the address and I give them the address and the dispatcher says, that's not a real address. And keep that in mind. That's not a real address. This seems to be the theme when I'm in Chicago. And I say, well, that's the address that the cashier gave me. I said, I'm at the Walgreens on so-and-so street. And she says, I don't know where that is. Well, luckily during this time on my phone, the two hooligans kind of grasped what was going on. I'm sure they saw me on the phone and they go to harass some other people. <laughs> so I'm on the phone with the dispatcher still. And I say, Hey, I think they saw me on the phone or they just got bored. They're gone. I don't, you know, I'm good now, but thank you. And the fucking dispatcher. And I, I'm sorry. I'm so worked up. I've, I've just, it's been a long day at work. The dispatcher has the gall to go, well, next time you call the police, make sure you have the right address. It hangs up the phone. It's like, fuck you, Chicago. <laughs> fuck you, Chicago. That's kind of, it's grown since I've moved to St. Louis. There's the rivalry there. So I'll do one more quick anecdote. The next time I went to Chicago, we're not going to talk about, but the next time I went to Chicago by myself. <laughs> <laughs> was my senior year on the same trip. This time I went to take photographs because I was the live services coordinator for ACTV. Part of that job was to help the, oh, I can't think of the name, the video person, the Mike Neal. I was there to help Mike Neal take pictures. Mm -hmm. So first of all, Hotel doesn't have my reservations. I sat in that hotel for four hours waiting for them to find my room. I finally get it. It's like six o'clock at this point. So I text Mike because he had got his room within the first 20 minutes. So he's out uh -huh. just having a ball on the town. And I say, hey, I finally got my room. Where do you want me to go take pictures? And he says... Go to Navy Pier, which is where I knew Navy Pier. I was the first place I went to our freshman year. That was one of the only places I knew in Chicago was Navy Pier. So I have my phone and my camera and I walk there. It's like a half hour walk, I realize. And this a little bit of a sketchy parts of Chicago. But I make it there and I'm a little bummed out, right? Because when I found out I was going to Chicago for this trip, I thought, man, I would love some Giordano's. That's the only Chicago style pizza I've had in Chicago and I don't need to know any others because mwah, this stuff is delicious. <laughs> but I'm bummed out because I'm realizing I'm probably not gonna get Giordano's while, while I'm there. The, the one I know is not close to Navy Pier at all. Well, I get to Navy Pier and from the time we had been freshmen to the time we became seniors, Giordano's had put just a little hut at the very <laughs> front entrance of Navy Pier. So your boy got his Giordano's. I got a personal pan <laughs> pizza and I scarfed that baby down. I also got there later than most people because of my room situation. So a lot of the freshmen had moved on. They did Navy Pier in the daytime. Most of them had moved on throughout the day. So I really took pictures for myself. I took pictures on my way to Navy Pier. I took pictures at Navy Pier simply because I wanted to take my own pictures. It was landscape pictures, monuments, the lake, whatever. I really didn't get any pictures of students that night except <laughs> for... I, I will name drop her, Rachel Kraber, who was in drumline with me. She was a freshman. Her and her friends were there because I said, hey, you should come to Navy Pier so I can have some pictures of freshmen so I don't look like my night was a complete waste. <laughs> so they stop by, take pictures of them real quick, and they leave. 
It's about 10 at night at this point. And I think Mm -hmm. to myself, well, I don't really want to walk back at 10 at night. Mm -hmm. Now, I had never taken an Uber at this point. I'd never taken a taxi. I'd never taken any ride-sharing service. Mm -hmm. Well, then it starts raining, like downpouring. And then my phone dies. Oh, no. And I can't quite remember the name of the hotel or the location of the hotel. So I think, eh, a taxi driver will probably help me. So I go into the line and I get into this taxi, soaking wet, dead phone. And the taxi driver asks where I need to go. And I say, I really can't remember. But I did remember the street, one of the street corners it was on. And I remembered not the name of the hotel, but essentially the hotel, the business behind the hotel. I knew Mm -hmm. it was a Hampton on, I don't remember the street name. And the cab driver just says, oh, that's not a real place. It's like (laughs) fucking deja vu. Are you kidding me? I don't know what to do at this point. I know it's a Hampton. I knew in my heart because I made sure to remember that it was a Hampton. And I say, I I assure you there is a hotel on this street. And we start going back and forth because I I know and he's adamant. So he calls one of his taxi buddies and he says, hey, I've got this guy in the cab. He says there's a Hampton on so-and-so street. And he's got the guy on speakerphone and he says, the Palmer house? And I knew it was the Palmer house as soon as he said it. I said, yes, it's the Palmer house. And the taxi driver just says, it's not on that street. And he hangs up on the friend. And I'm in the backseat just thinking to myself, oh my gosh, if I didn't, I was, I'm just meant to die in Chicago because since I didn't die the first time, I guess I'm just going to die this time. Still pouring out and the taxi driver just takes off, just skirts away. Weaving through traffic. Somehow we got to the hotel unscathed and then was a total dick about me paying. I, as soon as we got there, he's like, pay. And I'm like, give me a second. Did not get a very good tip. Slammed the door. I went to bed that night. And then the next day, I got lost in Millennium Park. Or Millennium, is it Millennium Park? Yeah. I was, I was in charge of taking the picture of the bean because Mike Neal decided to go to a Cubs game that day. So I wandered around Chicago, ended up at the bean two hours early, and then was thinking to myself, well, I know if I try to go somewhere else, I'm going to get lost and not be here in time. Mm-hmm. So I spent the rest of my Chicago trip at the Bean. I have not been to Chicago since. <laughs> Besides seeing it in the far distance when I fly into O'Hare or I drive up to Michigan or back down and I come through Indiana because of, or excuse me, Indiana through Illinois because of all the construction. Mm-hmm. So I, really I'm 0 for, 0 for 2 on my, my Chicago trips. The other time, the trip I I won't really get into, I'll just say I went to a White Sox game. Very nice that they took me to a White Sox game, but I got to say that stadium was boring. (laughs) Woof. Okay, so that's my Chicago Chicago experiences. Back to the the original statement, which was, I'm glad that people did not squirt dirty dish soap onto your shoes because that would have not been a very good part of your trip. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad that didn't happen also. <laughs> so you went to the Field Museum. Where else did you go? I know you got good food. I know you. the plan was to do a lot of museums. So it's really mm-hmm. just, well, honestly, we might be able to fill a whole episode with this. If not, I've got some <laughs> anecdotes that I was going to fill in. We can always push this till later. It's the Hit and Run podcast. You know, we, we're just having fun. So uh, <laughs> let's let's get into your trip. So you did the Field Museum. You saw Sue, not a coworker, not a, not a pen pal. Ooh, that's a good idea, though. What? To set up a service. Service, and yes, you're lying to children, but set up a service where you are posing as a dinosaur and you're a pen pal for these kindergartners. It's a lot like the service of writing Santa letters.
years to elementary <laughs> school kids. But this time, you just, you're writing as a dinosaur and they could have a whole <laughs> month, right? They could have a whole month of just dinosaur history, biology, whatever you want to call it. It's elementary school. You can do whatever you want with it. Lessons. That could be an intriguing service and that could be a it's lot of fun. Idea. I think we look into that. I think we just came up with a lucrative business opportunity right here. Could be good. Um, actually, Sue has a Twitter and it's hilarious. No, shut up. You should follow it. What is it at? Um, I'm pretty sure it's just like Sue the T-Rex. Sue the T-Rex. Okay, I'm going to look this up, but you continue on your story. Um... Well, so backing up. So the first night we got there, which was Friday night, we went out for dinner and we got, um, went to a place called Smoke Daddy's, which was like barbecue. It was very good. And I am sorry to tell you that it was better than Smoking Barrels. I actually got St. Louis style ribs and they were better. Oh, you shut your face. You shut your face, <laughs> Matt. I'm not going to go down that argument hole with you. I did see it. It did look very good. It was very good. Um, I, I and then we went to, to a... We went to a um, Italian a bar. place. Oh, that's a different place. Okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. We went to a bar called, um, I don't remember exactly what it was called. It was called Big Mini something, but it was a putt-putt bar. Yes, I saw the pictures. Which was super fun. So we hung out, got some drinks, played putt-putt. Um, Big Mini Putt Club. Yes. Who won the game? Did you keep score? We did. Sam beat me by two strokes. It was close. Did you have a bet on the game? No, neither of us were really sure how good we were going to be. So the fact that we both did pretty okay was good enough. I mean, I'm looking at the pictures online now of the the whole course. It looks insane. Yeah, it was pretty wild. Um, definitely not like straightforward, but it was fun. Right. Um, also, just a great idea for a bar. Like we kept saying, like if someone opened one of those in Columbus, it would take off. It would be so popular, especially in like our area, Dublin. Like right. it's so bougie, so white. Like people would love it. Well, there's... Um, a, it's called the City Foundry, and it's a section not too far from my work. It's this old industrial hub that they've been renovating the past couple years, and they've got a mm -hmm. bunch of like food stands there, and it's becoming this whole district. But one of the things that's about to go in there at the end of the year is Top Golf is creating this super futuristic mini putt putt course. That sounds cool. And so it made me when you were talking about this the the big mini putt club in Chicago, it made me think about it. So next time you guys come to St. Lewis. We'll, uh, we'll go tit for tat, see if we can beat Chicago on something. <laughs> um, on Saturday, we spent most of the day at the Field Museum, and then we walked to Navy Pier, which was definitely a little bit longer walk than we thought it was going to be, but it was nice. Like the weather was super nice. Um, we got to Navy Pier. We got some some chips and salsa and Ooh. just like hung out for a bit. Um, we got to experience the Windy City firsthand. It was like crazy wind. It wasn't too bad while we were walking, but then when we got to Navy Pier, it was nuts. Like oh, yeah, it was you get like on the lake. it was like we walked all the way to the end of the pier and then we turned around to start walking back, and it was literally like I. I felt like someone was pulling me from behind. Like it was so like walking into the wind was crazy. Um, but it was really nice. I mean, we had perfect weather for it. And then that night we got some Italian, which was great. We were kind of like 
killing time before our reservation because we had like a super late reservation. Mm -hmm. So we found like a bookstore that we spent a bunch of time in just like hanging out, looking at books. We did. um, Mostly because we felt bad about how long we had been in her bookstore. But it was a really nice bookstore. Then we went to our reservation and we had some really, really, really good Italian food. It was like all handmade. Like the the bread, the garlic bread was like whole loaf garlic bread. It was just a big round loaf of ciabatta bread that Mm. they like brought to the table and then like poured melted butter over in front of you. It was amazing. And what did you, it looks like Sam has a a tomato-based sauce, but you have more of an Alfredo-y sauce, it looks like. Um, It was more like a butter sauce or like an oil sauce. Um, It was really good. I had like sausage and fennel and- Is that spinach um, in there? Yeah, there was some kale in there, I think. And then Sam's was, yeah, like a rigatoni and then he added sausage to it. Oh, get out of here. It was so good. You know what the dis- the most disappointing part of the whole weekend was? I ate like half of my pasta because um, we had been like eating at weird times throughout the day and like the time difference and whatever. So like we, I wasn't like, I couldn't finish my food, but I was going to take it home and I was going to have it for breakfast the next day. No. And we also still had half a loaf of garlic bread and they boxed it up for us and we left it on the table. No, that is always so the sad. worst feeling, especially when you go someplace like this. Yeah, we were like halfway back in the Uber and I was like, no. <laughs> Turn back. Um, But then we actually went back to the Big Mini Putt Club because Sam left his credit card there on Friday night. So <laughs> we... <laughs> We went back. Um, we did not. We were going to stay and like have another drink, but we were tired. It was a long day. So we went back and went to bed. And then the next day we went to the aquarium, which was super fun. I had never seen a beluga whale in person before. That was amazing. What? Wait, they have a they have a whale at the aquarium? Yeah. So beluga whales, they're like not the size of whales, like big whales. They're like really big dolphins, basically. Um, they're like the white ones with like the whale shaped head, but they have more of like the body of a dolphin. Do you have sense. a picture of this on Facebook? Yes, but it's not a very good picture. Okay, I'm looking at that right now then. Is it upside down? Uh, The whale? Yeah, Yeah. I think so. I'm just vibing, just chilling. But that was super cool. I mean, I sit, we sit there and watch them for forever because, like, I have never seen a beluga whale in person before. I mean, how many aquariums could even have those? It's a huge tank. Um, and they have I, some I dolphins and sea lions. And we saw, like, the sea lion show. And um, they also had this really cool special exhibit that was called Underwater Beauty. And it was about like the colors of the ocean. And so they had a bunch of really Mm. specific tanks. Like this is like, these are the yellow fish. This is why there's yellow fish in the ocean. And like, it was super cool. Um, That's really There were jellyfish in there and just really nice. So great way to end the day. Um, How long did you spend in there? like four hours i'd say still that's that's a long time that's that's a big aquarium then yeah it was a big aquarium and also like we were there on a sunday so it was really Mm. busy so a lot of the stuff we were like we had to wait our turn to go look at the tank and so a lot of it was a little more slow going than if we'd like you know been there on a not busy day but either way it was a great experience and then we ended up just going back to the airbnb and just like hanging out watching movies we were so tired like our feet were so tired after Mm. the field museum so we just chilled, which we never do at home, which was great. And then that night we went out for ramen, which was really good. Yes. 
Did just the the standard ramen or was it specialty ramen? No, it was. I mean, it was pretty standard. It was this place was known for their um their like steamed buns, and so Ooh. we the ramen was really good, but the steamed buns were amazing. Like the one that I got had pork belly on it, and it literally Dude, get out of like here. melted in your mouth. Like didn't even have to chew it. It was amazing. Get out of here. That all the food you posted looks delicious. Mm-hmm. And I will. I do have to ask. That cornbread. How was oh, that cornbread? The cornbread was so good. Dude, they they it had there's a dollop of butter on that. Yeah, it's not so just the a spread. There's an it. ice cream scoop of butter on there. And the butter was like honey butter. And oh, then the bread oh. had jalapenos in it. So it was Dude. like the perfect, like Jalapeno sweet cornbread. and spicy. Oh, it was so good. And are those sweet potato fries? Mm-hmm. Which were also amazing. What do you remember the name of this place? Um yeah, it was Smoke Daddy's. Smoke Daddies? I'm, that already sounds amazing. <laughs> then what? Sam got pulled pork and looks like, is that brisket? Mm-hmm. The brisket live up to his standards? It was pretty good. It was definitely an improvement. I mean, to be fair, <laughs> it looks a little more upscale than... <laughs> it was. It was good. Was it the Smoke Daddy in uh, Wrigleyville? Mm-hmm. It was in like Wicker Park. Okay. Was the area we were in. I mean, the addresses were all still Chicago, but it was the area, the neighborhood was called Wicker Park. That's where our Airbnb was. I was about to click on it. I'm not going to because I'm hungry and it's just gonna, <laughs> it's gonna make it worse. Makes sense. It sounds like you had an amazing trip though and looks like it from the pictures. We did. It was good. So what day did you come back then? Did you did you leave on Sunday or did you come back on Monday? We left on Monday. Okay. Because how long of a drive is that? Um, it was like six hours. It was a little bit That's shorter on the bad. way back because on the way there, it was probably closer to seven because it took us two hours to go the last 20 miles of our trip. Oh, because of all the traffic. Yeah. And we, of course, you know, we left at lunchtime on Friday. So we were getting into Chicago at five o'clock, which mm. was terrible, but we knew what we were getting into. But leaving on Monday morning was a breeze. It took us right. 20 minutes to get out of the city. Because everybody's coming in and set out. Mm-hmm. That's not bad at all. Not bad at all. And then to top it all off, we got Taco Bell breakfast on the way home. Dude, Taco Bell breakfast, man. <laughs> it hits the spot different lately. I got it probably three times in the two weeks I was redoing the floors, and it... Mm-hmm. <sighs> It hit the spot every time. So good. They even have, and this is, I can't get this all the time, but they now have a cinnamon bun iced coffee. Mm. So good. Except the last time I went, it was on Easter Monday and I had the day off and I thought, you know what? Treat myself one last Taco Bell breakfast for a while. And I got everything and then I asked for the iced coffee and they said, well, we're out of the, the vanilla cream do you still want it and i said is there even a point so i went to mcdonald's down the road got a frat pay because <laughs> i needed coffee that day i, I you, can't, you can't get fast food breakfast without getting a sweet coffee treat at least that's my opinion so well good 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 <laughs> Now you have a trip to see Caitlin, right? Mm-hmm. And then do you have any other trips this year planned out? Um, I'm going to Florida in May and then which I'm really hype about. And then in August we're going to um Hocking Hills with my mom and sister. We're doing a family vacation and Where's Hocking Hills? Um, I swear I've talked about it before. It's the state park that's like an hour south of Columbus. It's like beautiful hiking. Yep. Um, yep, talked about that. Yeah, it's like everyone in this region no like goes to Hocking Hills 
um, which I'm excited about. We, you know, it's like, I'm excited because we're, we have, we don't do family vacations and now we're like, there's six of us cause we're all, you know, we all have significant mm-hmm. others now. And so it'll be super fun, um, for all of us to be on a trip together. But also it's like, we go to Hocking Hills all the time. So on the one hand, I'm like, but we could be going somewhere new. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm at all complaining about going on a trip with my family because I'm very excited about it, but I'm a little bummed. It's like taking up a trip slot. So we can't right. go somewhere else instead, but either way, I'm excited about it. We're getting a nice cabin and um, we're going to go canoeing and go hiking and it'll be fun. And then it'll be with different people. So it'll be a different experience too. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, And then we're actually talking about, and this isn't like we haven't booked it yet, but we're thinking about going on a cruise for our anniversary. Now I have my own opinion about cruises, but to each their own, you know where (laughs) you want the cruise to go to? Yeah, we're looking at one that's a four-day cruise to the Bahamas. And I have never really been like a cruise person either. Like I've never been on one and I've never really had a desire to go on cruises before, but it's kind of like a, well, so one of Sam's good friends, um, he was one of his groomsmen, um, he and his wife just went on a cruise for the first time and they had a great time. It was super chill. Like they just, they loved it. And so we were like, well, maybe we could try that. Mm-hmm. And then we were looking into it. Cruises are so fucking cheap right now. Right. Nobody wants know, to do them. No they, one wants they to do tanked. it. And so like literally we can go on a four day cruise for the two of us for $700 to the Bahamas. Right? Like it's nuts. Why wouldn't you do that? And, and it's, that includes the the food, the beverage. The... It includes most food unless you want to go to like the fancy restaurants. Right. And it does not include alcohol, but you can get like a drink pass also. So it's like you can pay, I think it's like 50 bucks a day and then you get unlimited drinks like fountain drinks, alcohol, coffee, everything. So when you say 700, you, that's total. That's that's what? 350 a person? Yeah, basically. That's less than one plane ticket. Right. And like we found plane tickets. We found plane tickets for 300 bucks round trip to Miami, which is where the um, cruise leaves from. So like a thousand bucks for a trip to the Bahamas. How can we not try that? And so all of yeah, it's a that's... really good like starter cruise because it's the first day is at sea. You get on the cruise at um, at like 4 p.m. the first day and then you sail overnight and then the ne- whole next day you're on the water. But you like there's stuff to do on the boat, obviously. Yeah, it's not just sitting in a plane or a bus or a train. There's forever. like a spa and there's like ranch re- restaurants and a entertainment pool. and a pool and all sorts of fun stuff. There's even like an adult only section so you can get away from the children and like have quiet space yeah so you'll be Um, spending most of your day there (laughs) probably um and then i think there's like an adults only restaurant too but um there's also a guy fieri restaurant on the cruise flavor town baby so like and that's included in the meal plan or in the ticket so yes, you have to go there then. Obviously. And then the second day is at a private island. So you get like, it's owned by Carnival Cruises mm-hmm. and you can do a bunch of excursions. Like you can go canoeing or not canoeing, kayaking on the ocean, or you can go snorkeling or um, like there's like a boat tour. Um, there's horseback riding on the beach. Like there's all sorts of excursions you can do. Some of them are included. Don't like I'm pretty Hillary sure that. <laughs> the kayaking, which is what we want to do, is included in the ticket which is crazy. We probably will not be doing any of the more ocean-involved things because we're not really fans of the ocean. That's, listen, fair. (laughs) 
Um, like we're not really people who like to swim in the ocean, more just like observe it from a distance. And then the third day you spend at like a resort town in the Bahamas. And then there's like more excursions you can do there, fancy restaurants, like entertainment, things like that. Obviously a beach, um, there's a beach in both places on both islands. And then you sail back home overnight. You're back in Miami at 8 a.m. And would you, do you want to stay in Miami and kind of explore that too? Or do you think you'll be pretty ready to go home at that point? I think we'll probably just go home because it's like a Monday through Friday thing. So it'll be nice to be able to like travel and have like buffer days on either end. Mm -hmm. So we can just like travel home Friday and then we have all of Saturday and Sunday to recover. That's true. Dang, you got your year planned out. And you're, that's kind of the nice thing about a, a fall wedding is you can do these destination anniversary trips. And uh, especially when you live in Columbus, you get to escape the cold a little bit. Yeah, we kind of realized that we, we trapped ourselves into warm weather trips for um, like Southern trips for our anniversary because we did get married in November. So and you don't have to, you can do cold weather trips. Yeah, but Sam doesn't like cold weather, so. <laughs> Plus November isn't like a good time for that either. You know, like you're not going to go, like you can't go on a ski vacation in November. You can go on a pre-Thanksgiving excursion. <laughs> Um, so excited about that. We haven't like booked it yet, but we're pretty sure we're going to do it. I just have to make sure that like things line up with work. Right. It's not like we can pick our dates. Like there are dates and they have to work. So mm -hmm. yeah, especially if you're parking cars. Mm -hmm. now... Well, that's all in September this year, but. Oh, that's only September. Yeah. Okay. I thought you did it for every home game. No. So we, um, I guess to explain to the listeners. Yeah. I don't think we've um... talked about this on the show before. My work, our our parking lot is really close to, our office is really close to the Ohio State campus. And so in the fall, when there are OSU home games for football, we park cars in our lot as a fundraiser. And so I'm in charge of it. Um, and we like have staff volunteer to help with it or like some of our volunteers will do it too. And I'm in charge of it because it's a fundraiser, which is annoying, but it's, I mean, it's a good fundraiser for us. So I can't complain about it, but I can complain about the fact that I have to work Saturdays in the fall, but so we share our parking lot with another business. Like there's a bank that's also on our lot. And so they take half the season and they like pick a charity to do it for them and take the money. And then we take the other half of the season. So this season, it's our turn to take the first half. And it just so happens that OSU schedule works out this year where the first half of the season is every single Saturday in September. But I mean, you're going to so, be breaking in the dough and you get warmer weather. It's better true. than being at the end of the year when it's snow and rain and cold and that's all true. sorts of crap. But it is annoying that it's just four weekends in a row. Right. It's kind yeah, of crazy that that happened. Like, why are there four home games in a row? Sounds like an Adrian schedule right there. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that is my September. I will be working every Saturday in September, except for um, the second Saturday in September because we have a wedding to go to. So someone else is going to have to cover for me. Well, that's Which exciting. is why I can't get out of it the day that you're visiting. Listen. <laughs> People want some dinged up cars parked or well, we cars, don't like cars will get dinged up cars. if I park them. What's that? <laughs> so we don't like physically park the cars. We just oh, point at the spots. I was hoping I'd get to valet. Nope. We just, we basically are like, you know, my camera's not working so you can't see me, but <laughs> we're just the, the people with like the flashers in the parking lot, like directing you to the parking spots. 
And then people don't listen to me anyway. Well, I don't want to brag, but I was trained to be a ground guide in AmeriCorps. <laughs> so I, I know how to uh, get those cars parked. Let me tell you. Well, great. No I'll put accidents. You <laughs> I'll give my community service hours. There you go. I don't need them, but it's, it's nice <laughs> to do. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's kind of our year at the moment. Those are our plans. And then some, you know, hiking and camping here and there. Right. That sounds like a pretty solid 2022. Yeah. We got off to a good start with Chicago. And it'll be my, if we go on the Bahamas cruise, it'll be my first international trip. Ooh, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. I have to get a passport. <laughs> oh, you haven't got the passport yet? Nope. I do not have a passport. You might want to get on that. Yeah, I have an appointment. Dude, passport, people talk about license photos being unflattering. <laughs> They don't even compare to how unflattering passport photos are. I look like a serial killer in mine. <laughs> I feel like everyone does. I thought I looked like a serial killer in my license photos, and then I took my passport photo, and I was like, ugh. <laughs> if I put the two on Tinder, my driver's license would get swiped right 10 out of 10 times. <laughs> right? Swiping right is is for uh you like them right i honestly don't know you never did the tinder game i did but you know like six years ago that's true <laughs> good answer <laughs> i had one for a month because i lost a bet in americorps <laughs> never matched you know they they can't handle the spicy joy of a boy that is robbie also i was in Taos, <laughs> so you know not many people out there. Lovely town. Lovely town. Not a lot of people in the town. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. I think we're kind of at a, a stopping point. A little bit of a shorter episode. That's Don't okay. it'd be weird to go into the topic I have picked. So we're going to, you know, just push that down. It's a good topic and I have stuff for it. So we'll keep okay. that on the back burner. I don't want to say what it is now. I don't want to say what it is now because it's going to be a surprise. <laughs> but I think it's going to be a good one whenever we get to it. Sounds good. Well, you've left just enough time for us to talk about the fact that when this episode comes out, it will only be, well, this is the last episode before our off week for the season. So we're at the halfway point. And during our off week on May 11th, that is our podcast anniversary, yeah, which is baby. two years. Two years. Oh my gosh. Two years since we launched the Hit and Run podcast. Does it feel like two years to you? I don't know. I mean, it feels like we've been doing it for a while. Like it feels, you know, mm -hmm. natural at this point. But also two years is crazy. Yeah, especially everything that's happened in those two years. Right. We've grown so much. <laughs> We've grown so much as a podcast. We Look have. at us. We didn't even have time to get to our topic because we just <laughs> we're, we just went off the cusp. Our first couple episodes, we were struggling for 20. The true hit and run. We finally achieved it. I mean, we, we hit our stride. And we hit our stride strong, if I do say so myself. Obviously, people can critique us. You know, Everybody <laughs> has their own thoughts and opinions on the show. But I think, especially this season, we've got off just off and running. We don't need an episode or two to get into it. And we even had a pretty long sabbatical. Mm -hmm. I think I think we've I think it was moved good. back into the voice. We came back yeah. fresh. We came back very fresh as, you know, <laughs> talking about trips and, and whatnot. And now two years. Look at us. So take a break next week. And then also wish me a happy birthday today, the day that this comes out. Yes, I will make a post. <laughs> I don't make posts about a lot of things. Sam, you'll get those pictures. Well, this isn't coming out till next Monday. You'll get those pictures. Even if I just send them to you <laughs> privately, you'll get those pictures. I'll make a birthday post. I don't, I don't have a lot of for sure posts, but birthday posts are one thing that I... Mm. <laughs> 
on that, like okay. a like a hyena and a, a fresh steak at the St. Louis Zoo. We went to the zoo Saturday, so that's why that's on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy birthday. I'll wish Thanks. you a happy birthday now. Happy birthday. Thank you. Plans for your birthday before we, we sign off? Um, We're going to go hiking on Saturday, which is all I wanted. And we're not going to cook Saturday night, which is also what I wanted. Do you have a restaurant picked out? No. Sushi. You're welcome. <laughs> How far also, away do you live from that sushi place? Um, like five minutes. Oh, we might have to stop there in September. <laughs> Sorry, you were going to say something. It's okay. Um, I was going to say, we also have D&D on Sunday, so that'll be fun. Oh, that's a good birthday weekend. Yeah. And coming up later in the season, a special D&D episode with a special guest. You're not going to want to miss it. Our next episode after the off week is going to be about D&D. Oh, with a special guest. You're not going to mm-hmm. want to miss it. If you liked <laughs> what you heard, make sure you keep listening to us everywhere you listen to podcasts. Really just the main ones, though. And if you don't like using Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, well, one, you need to get with the program. But two, you're in luck because we also post the episode to our Facebook page. And before we sign off, Natalie, what did we learn today? We learned that Robbie has never really had a good time in Chicago. (laughs) We also learned that cruises are really fucking cheap right now. So get on that, I guess. And we learned that you can make 56 episodes of a podcast in two years if you take a lot of breaks. And <laughs> just have a good time doing it. We also learned that Sam doesn't like the cold. We learned that there's a lot of good food to be had in Chicago. And we learned that Sue the T-Rex has their own Twitter account. Go follow them at Sue the T-Rex. Specimen FMNHPR2081. Legendary fossil, very dead, murder bird, they them. Out in Chicago, Illinois. This has been the Hit and Run Podcast, and we'll catch you next time. Bye.